Hey mamas, welcome to Breastfeeding Relief with Bethany. We share incredible stories, tips, and breastfeeding ideas to help on your journey. I'm your host, Bethany Laverne, a lactation consultant and speech therapist who helps mamas with breastfeeding. Not all breastfeeding stories are the same, and we dive into those topics. Hello, Kayla. Welcome to Breastfeeding Relief with Bethany. We're so excited to have you on today. Why don't you go ahead and tell my audience a little bit about yourself and how many kiddos you have? Hi, thank you so much for having me. I am a biblical naturopathic doctor, which a lot of people wonder, what does that even mean? (laughs) Um, So I use, it's similar to a traditional naturopathic doctor where I use a lot of just naturally based um, scientific methods for healing, but also combine that with faith-based methods and kind of go deeper into like spiritual, emotional healing along with the physical. Mm-hmm. Um, and I specialize mostly with women, uh, which is why I'm so happy to be here with your podcast because it's not just women's health, but mostly like mom's health. So like fertility, pregnancy, mm-hmm. postpartum recovery, um, uh, and then just kind of general, like how do I make healthy happen as a mom with like little kiddos and running around. And um, so that's, that's what I do. Um, and who I am. And then when I'm not working, I have a two and a half year old girl and a eight month old boy. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing. That's so different, but so well needed. Cause I feel like sometimes we just mask over things or just go to the doctor and they're like, here's some pills. Right. And we're like, well, let's get, I like to get to the underlying cause. Um, cause last year I was very sick around this time. I kept getting sick mm-hmm. and we go to bed for 48 hours. And I finally found a natural path that did a huge blood panel on me. And called for a lot of things that um, my regular doctor didn't. And we discovered my testosterone was 20. It's supposed to be 150. So she was like, no wonder you feel awful. Let's, let's get to working on this. Right. And so I felt like we weren't just like masking it. And, you know, my other doctor was like, let's just keep giving you steroid shots. Absolutely not. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and especially as moms, like, I mean, there's that issue on top of like, we feel like we need to set ourselves aside, like Mm -hmm. for the sake of our kids and our family. But Mm -hmm. uh, I I work with somebody that that also works with, you know, women in pregnancy. And she I love this phrase, and I keep coming back to it. So I'm going to steal it from her. But she says, like, you really need to kind of like put your body back together Mm -hmm. after having a baby, like Mm -hmm. nutritionally, even like physically, like getting that realignment from birth. And like, there's just so many things that you have to like undo after mm-hmm. having a baby that I think goes really under recognized, mm-hmm. especially in America. So yeah. Yeah. I agree with that so much. So why don't you go ahead and tell us about your breastfeeding journey? Oof, it was a journey. Uh-oh. <laughs> it was. And that's why I have so much appreciation for somebody like you and what you do, because like when I was pregnant, I think I watched maybe like two YouTube videos about breastfeeding. I was like, I got it. It's going to be fine. Like, and I remember just like, I I didn't see a ton of women in my life breastfeed, like just actually Mm -hmm. seeing them breastfeeding, but they Mm -hmm. made it look so effortless. Mm -hmm. And like, after you've done it a thousand times when you're doing it in public, it does look effortless, but like, I never saw all of that struggle leading up to that point. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, oh, it's all good. I don't need to take a lactation class. I don't Mm -hmm. need a consultant. I can feed like, this is natural. Oh, and it was such a a huge learning curve and it turned out like i mean 
like my nipples were flatter. Sorry if that's TMI, but like, you know, it was harder to just get that latch. My daughter had a lip tie. Um, and I just like, we had all the things I've had thrush twice, even Ooh. though, even with my son, even though I knew it, thankfully I caught it early with him because I could recognize it. But like with my daughter, I had it for five weeks and everybody was like, Oh, you just have mom pain. Like it's just normal to be painful in the beginning. And I was like, this is the most painful thing I've ever experienced. And I have to do this every two hours. Like, what are you taught? Like, you know, and I, I, I didn't, it didn't get, caught because everybody was like oh it's just normal to be painful um and i went to a lactation consultant after five weeks and she thought she was like no it's not supposed to be that painful <laughs> um and so i had a really really hard time with my daughter um because of all those things i also had vasospasms i don't know if you've ever heard of that i have i have a client that has them right now that i'm working okay. with because mm -hmm. i've mentioned it to other people and like nobody else seems to know about it so for anybody listening, it's, it's something to do with like the, the trauma to the nipple and like blood, blood flow, like not getting there appropriately. And so that was just like an extra pain thing on top of all that. So and it's super painful and you can't really be in the cold, which people don't understand. And so even like taking a shower, which sounds nice, it's not always fantastic too. Um, I you know, cause you're going from, Ooh, a nice hot shower, which is great. But then you get out and hit the cold right away. And I hear it like makes it even worse. Right. Even like opening the refrigerator door. I was like, mm, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So it was just like a bunch of things on top of the other. Um, so I ended up, thank God, like I did end up getting a fantastic lactation consultant at five weeks. I had a really, really good midwife um, that worked with me until then. Um, oh. And she, um, so I wasn't able, because I was in so much pain, I was not able to breastfeed um, oh. my daughter to begin with, um, which was such a big thing for me. I really, really did want to breastfeed. Um, so she helped me kind of like maintain that relationship where mm -hmm. I was pumping, I was feeding her with my finger and a syringe. Mm -hmm. Um, and so like we stayed away from bottles and even though I was pumping, I like, I was so, I think like the only reason why I was able to uh, exclusively breastfeed her, um, like nursing, um, at six months was because I was just like stubborn bullheaded like this is gonna happen at some way um so I continued to like actually nurse her one time a day like one or two uh -huh. times a day that was all I could handle like pain wise uh -huh. um and uh it's just so like she wouldn't forget how and then I would just like pump and and syringe feed her the rest of the time um so that was a process oh my goodness like exclusively pumping is like I think one of the hardest things that I've ever had to do mm -hmm. and I did it for six months um and it was definitely worth it in the end like to actually be able to so what happened was like the reason why it was so long was because I had all of that pain from the thrush that took forever mm -hmm. to go away and then right around that four month mark when it was going away her first teeth popped in and that freaked me out a little bit <laughs> with like nursing and she would like mm -hmm. occasionally bite me and stuff so i wasn't ready to like fully um like switch to exclusively breastfeeding and then around the six month mark i was like okay i feel like i can actually switch and like that was 
the whole journey. And then with my son, I was like, okay, I don't know how this is going to go. And thankfully he was like, I I knew a lot more. So he was Mm -hmm. better. I still got like a teensy bit of thrush, but I was able to kill that. Um, And he's, the only thing is like, he's been just like a massive eater. Like he's a chunk and he would just like eat a bunch. And so that was new for me to actually be exclusively breastfeeding a newborn. Um, But yeah, that's, that was our, our journey. Yeah. Well, I have to say, I'm so impressed with you for continuing on your journey for five weeks. Like I can't imagine moms continuing for five weeks. Like instead, usually after a week, they're like, I'm done. It's painful. Right. So I give props to you for continuing to do that. That is fantastic. I think I did have some good support, like having Mm -hmm. mom friends, I think is like the biggest make or break. Um, and uh yeah i think it was what just wrote me out was just like really stubbornness <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah and breastfeeding yeah. support groups are so great um they're usually free within your community if you can find them um la leche sometimes puts them on some individual people put them on sometimes hospitals put them on in your community so you can just google search those they're usually free i know some of them around here i'm closer to a bigger city it's ten dollars a session which i think is a little ridiculous but but that's my opinion. Um, but you can go and get your baby weighed um, to, you know, check their weight. Of course, ask your questions. You get to meet other mamas, which is so nice doing the same thing you're doing because we just feel so lonely sometimes. So it's just so nice to find other moms that are also in the trenches that haven't slept. And even like, I remember a lady showed up and she goes, I'm still in slippers. I forgot to change my shoes. And we're all like, it's okay. It's fine. (laughs) That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So I did want to ask about the lip tie. Have you guys gotten that revised or did you just? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it, it was, um, that started like a whole nother journey. It ended up being like, it ended up working out well. Um, most, both of my kids have had pretty severe lip ties. Thankfully okay. we have like a fantastic DDS that was, um, he uses like the laser and everything. Yes. And so we, we didn't even need to do like the exercises and stuff because his technique was so like flawless. <laughs> Uh, I, I would still say as a person that does tongue and lip tie, please still do your exercises because it is a diamond. And of course it's a wound. And so it wants to reheal back together, just like anything. Like if you get, um, a cut on your finger or anything, I would still say, please do those exercises. Cause you don't want it to adhere again. Right. So I know you're past that point, but mamas, I would say, if you're going into this, please do you. Oh, yeah, that was that please. was specifically for him. He was saying like with other people, like he has this like specific technique. But anyway, okay, yeah, um, it's not that important. But yeah, so um, with my daughter, it was very very painful, and she was very like chompy. Um, mm-hmm. so that was like an added pain. My son has been like his her suck was not very strong too, and that got okay. better with the yeah. and his his was still strong even though. Uh, so with both of them, I wasn't really able to get the, it revised until like two weeks in. Um, oh, mm-hmm. That's still so great. Mm-hmm. With him, um, I was, it, it was like manageable for those two weeks, like with her, with all the things on top of mm-hmm. each other, I was sure. just like pumping the whole time. Um, but it did, um, it did 
opened my eyes to um, like fascia and things. And that was something that I ended up getting certified in. Um, I only do it with my in-person like local people. And it's kind of something that I do a little more on the side, but I do craniosacral fascial therapy for babies, mm-hmm. um, which it, I did not realize. Like, I was scrolling through something on Instagram where somebody was talking about like a uh, baby, like chomping while they were nursing. And I was like, Oh, I did like that happened to me. And then I was like, what is this CFT thing? And I learned about it. And I was like, what? Like there's fascia and like, you have to do like work with, you know, uh, even like after the revision, like sometimes I can make it worse. And I think that was what happened with my daughter too. Like, I don't think it really, it made her sucking more like stronger, but it did mm-hmm. not really help with the pain at all. I mean, it's hard to tell because I had the thrush and those other yeah. things, on it, but like, yeah, I, I didn't realize that like, sometimes it does get more painful if you're not doing craniosacral fascial therapy and like those other yeah. kind of like releasing stuff too. So I'm really thankful. It was like, God had a plan Yes, <laughs> and, <laughs> and I ended up learning about this mm-hmm. and now I can help other moms and like, I can mm-hmm. work on other babies and stuff like that. Um, so yeah. And I love that for you. And of course, all the moms that listen to my podcast enough know, you know, that's why I also do what I do because my son was also lip and tongue tied. And so that got me into lactation, you know, that got you into your other certification, you know, and so I also talk about the team approach, right? It shouldn't just be individual. It shouldn't just be going and seeing the pediatric dentist and you're done, right? We want the best outcomes for you. We want you to continue on your breastfeeding journey for as long as you can. So moms, I also have a course you can come by for me. And so in that course, I talk about starting from you just found out your baby had a tongue or a lip tie, and then taking you through who should be on your team. I do go through the stretches, you can track them. Um, I have a special tracker on there, all the way to, you know, breast refusal, bottle refusal, and how to get back on track um, with your breastfeeding success. So um, I will link that in the show notes, but I want to set you up for success. The best instead of like me and we had to do it a second time because we didn't do the stretches and it it geared back to itself so oh yeah yeah (laughs) yeah so why don't you let mamas know what is one thing you wish you would have known about breastfeeding before you went into it um I mean I wish I had known that well, okay. I wish I had gone to a lactation class first of all, and like sure. worked with somebody you like you from the beginning. That's mm-hmm. like my number one thing. But um, kind of behind that was like I wish I had known just how many things there were to do with breastfeeding. Like I just I didn't know. Like I didn't know about high milk and fore milk and like in creating your milk supply and like foods and water. Like because when I started pumping, I I didn't. I, my, I didn't respond very well to a pump too. So Mm -hmm. I like really needed to be strict with my diet and, and, um, like staying hydrated and things like that. And like, I just didn't know that breastfeeding was like a whole thing. I thought it was just like, you just put them on when they're hungry and you take them off when they're done. Like I didn't know all the things. Um, so yeah, I wish I had, or even just like that, that babies change over time. You know, they don't just sit there. Yeah. (laughs) They like play with things and they like wiggle around and they like, you know, occasionally like bite you maybe accidentally or Mm -hmm. on purpose. Like, you know, like I didn't know that there were so many 
things that was just like like when people call it a breastfeeding journey like they're not lying like it really progresses into there is a journey um yeah so I wish I knew those things Mm -hmm. yeah and I appreciate you sharing that with everyone because I'm trying to show everyone it's not Instagram pretty um it's it's you know, you're going to have a journey, like you said, um, you know, with anywhere from the breastfeeding gymnastics is what I call it when they can start moving around. And then if they get distracted, you know, then they pull off and you're like, ha, nope, nope, you can't keep, you know, you can't look over here. And so breastfeed with mama, that hurts. Please don't, you know? Um, so that's a lot. And then even with the biting, you know, I was lucky that someone taught me right away when they bite, you take them off and put them down and say, no more all done. And then you can, you know, pick it up again in 30 minutes if they're still hungry, but you show them, no, we don't bite mama that hurts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, to know that, like, even with all of those things, because it sounds like a lot, I don't want to, like, scare anybody. Yeah. Anything, like, oh, my goodness. But, like, to know that it's still worth it. Like, Absolutely. Even with all those things. Like, it's, it's to me, it's, like, it was the most, uh, like, it, it is worth it just to still be able, like, for the emotional and the bonding and all this stuff. But even for the convenience, like, you don't have to lug a bunch of, like, bottles and, and things with you. And you don't have to, like worry about like I one of my cousins like she went on a trip with her son and she was like stranded in London and she ran out of formula and all those things like you don't you're not like you know things like that that like your boobs come with you and you're (laughs) you're a baby and like like yes there are the inconveniences and the challenges but to me like it really is worth it to maintain Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. relationship and yeah And I don't know about you, but I feel almost closer to my kids, not saying that you can't be close with giving a bottle, but just that time that like looking into their eyes and like holding them. And, you know, I'll always remember those times. And I think that's still why my rocking chair is one of my favorite things. Um, Just because like, I remember those sweet times and being up at two and four and six, you know, you're up all the way in the middle of the night and you know, it's just, I don't know. It's just a sweet time. Like you said. Yeah. And the ability to soothe them too. I mm-hmm. think that's true. Everything like, like just know it. Like there's been times when my kids are like crying and just putting them on and seeing that like relief on their face of like, mm-hmm. oh, I get to be with mom. And it's not just like, I could be holding them and bouncing them while they're crying and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it helps, but like, it's just a little different thing. Like I see that look on their faces almost like when they're, it's just, yeah, it's just different. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So what would you say was your favorite breastfeeding product? Oh, the Hakka, hands down. I was so like burnt out from pumping the first time that with my son, I was just like, I don't want to even look at my pump. Like, I know I need to save a little milk mm-hmm. um, just to like in the freezer, just in case. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I can't, can't deal with the pumping anymore. So I did the most like laid back, low maintenance milk saving technique ever where it was like, I didn't even use it all day, every day. It was just like in the morning when my breast felt like more full Mm -hmm. from the night before and stuff, I would just put it on the one side, feed them on that side. I would collect like an ounce a day Mm -hmm. and just freeze it after every four ounces and stuff like that. And like, and I saved 24 hours. Like it took a little patience with each other, but it was like, it was like, I don't want to put effort into this. And mm-hmm. the Hakka made me be able to not put effort into it. Yeah, no, I think that's great. Especially I like to use mine the first feed of the morning, especially when we start to get the longer sleep stretch of four to six hours, because then you're like bursting when you wake up. And so instead of 
you know, one of my breasts would always leak more. And so when I hook it up, then I felt better that I was catching that one to two ounces of milk instead of it just like leaking into my shirt. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So that's perfect. And then even I liked what you're saying, you know, freeze it an ounce at a time. The other things I really like to make, um, are little, breastfeeding popsicles. And so if you freeze them in little ice cube trays, and then especially when they're little, you put them in those feeder pouches, then they can safely suck on it and it won't get down too bad. And it's like cold, especially if they just had a lip tie done or a tongue tie done, it's cold on them. So it's going to make that feel better. And then it's also hydrating your baby, which is great at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. Can you let mamas know how they can connect with you? Yeah. Um, so I am on Instagram at Sozo HHP. It's S O Z O H H P. Um, and, uh, I do also have a website, sozoholistic.com. Um, I just as a little caveat, I'm trying to get better about posting on Instagram. So like you can follow me and everything. You can look at the content that I have. You can like DM me if you need to reach out to me there. Um, I'm trying to get better, but um, being on my email list as far as like content wise is probably the best way to get like free content from me. Um, so you can sign up for my newsletter on my website. Um, but yeah, if you just want to like go straight to Instagram first and just check it out, that's probably the best way to get a little taste. Um, yeah. Awesome. And those will be linked in the show notes below you. So go ahead and check those out, but thank you so much for coming on today. Yeah. Thank you so much, Bethany. It's really nice. I think like being a mom, it's kind of helpful to like debrief yes. your mom journey <laughs> with other moms. So thank you for letting me just kind of chat with yeah. you. Yeah, you're welcome. We're so glad you could share your story and help other mamas today. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much if you would share it with another mama or post on social media and tag me. I want to personally thank you for wanting to help other mamas. You got this. I'm rooting for your breastfeeding journey.